Welcome to our podcast today. Our subject for this time together is called Technology in the Early Classroom. So as you can imagine, there are a lot of thoughts on effective use of technology in the classroom, some pros, some cons. Educators believe one way, parents can believe another. So we wanna just look at some research today and talk about how we best as educators can adopt and use technology in our rooms. So let's talk about first what the word technology means because the minute we say technology, somebody usually thinks computer. But in this day and age, we know that televisions are technology, especially with the smart TV coming out. Cameras are technology now, of course computers. Smartphones, most of our kids have a parent with a smartphone if, if uh, older kids normally have one themselves. Of course, our preschoolers wouldn't have one. Um, also, we have iPads and we have Kindles. So there's a lot of different technology that children are exposed to. Let's take a look at what research says about technology. Our first bit of research comes from the Journal of Education and Training. And their study actually supports technology in the classroom. And they believe that it positively affects development of children if, and this is, this is the key, if it's used in a suitable manner. Because whether at home or in the classroom, if students are not giving proper guidance, actually research suggests that it will interfere with their learning and development. The Journal of Education and Training also says that technology has the ability to leave, uh, lead excuse me, to a positive mental development. It allows students to learn how to problem solve, and that's really important for later life. And they also believe it improves their linguistic skills. So those are some positives that they found in their research. And of course, they found that children enjoy using technology and it often can be meaningful. But this is too where educators have to take a long, hard look at what they're actually using in the classroom. So NACI, the National Association for the Education of Young Children, decided several years back that they needed to develop a position statement on technology in the classroom for early childhood educators. And this is what they came up with. When the integration of technology and interactive media in early childhood programs is built upon solid developmental foundations, and early childhood professionals are aware of both the challenges and the opportunities, educators are positioned to improve program quality by intentionally learning the potential of technology and media for the benefit of every child. Now, one thing to keep in mind, even though they support it, they also back a recommendation by the American Academy of Pediatrics that says they believe children under two do not need to be exposed to any screen time. And then after two, they recommend like two hours of screen time a week for toddlers two and over. 
And as you can imagine, if you're going to use it in your early childhood uh, classroom, you're going to need to come to some kind of consensus with parents too and see if you can work together to follow this recommendation. An issue that can arise with technology in the classroom is that sometimes educators lack the proper technology skills or even digital literacy. They don't really understand what's appropriate to be using with early childhood or they've heard of an app, they put their kids on it, find out there are ads that are not appropriate. So those problems can definitely negatively impact, impact the child's learning and development. So it's really um, a responsibility of the teachers to learn and study. And before you use something in your classroom, you need to have tried it at home or during your off time to make sure it's developmentally appropriate and there's not anything that's gonna catch you off guard. There was also a study in Sweden, and at the time the study was written, they were pretty far behind where America was in technology, but they believed that their program was truly just offering shallow programs that were doing nothing to enhance education. So let's take a minute to look at what technology should look like in our early childhood classrooms. The first thing is, children still need to learn digital citizenship. Number one, they need to learn how to flat care for what they have. If they have an iPad or a Kindle, they need to understand how to take care of it. And yes, they can learn those kind of things. We also need to learn that it's used appropriately. And of course, what an older child sees is appropriate versus a younger child. I understand those differences, but children of all ages need to learn digital citizenship. The really awesome thing to me about using um, technology in the classroom is it's going to expose the children to some things they don't get to see in real life. Let's say you're studying jungle animals. Well, of course you can read them a book and they love that, but what if you can show them a streaming video that again is appropriate of um, elephants stampeding through a jungle. How much more meaningful are you going to make it? Awesome. Also, landscapes. Like we, we try to explain to children what an island is and they may not understand at all. Or if they've never been to the mountains, they really can't fathom that. But if you can pull up a picture with your technology, imagine how excited about learning they can become. Because we have to keep in mind, a lot of these children haven't even been out of their community. So when you put technology in their hand, it opens up this whole new world to them and they get so excited about learning. Another uh, recommendation comes from NACI. In fact, these next four or five all come from NACI. And they recommend that at an early age that children are allowed to freely explore touch screens. In our school, our uh, pre-K, kindergarten, and our special needs students all have touch screens. And it makes it a lot easier for them to manipulate and move around. And children learn by doing. 
Another thing NACI recommends is that they learn how to use a mouse and a keyboard. There is some motor control involved with that, and then they can learn how to use that mouse and that keyboard and use a search engine. These are all just steps at a time, and that may not be something you would do with a two-year-old, but as children get older and they're learning, these are things you should consider introducing. Also, one of the great things that I love about technology in the classroom is show the children how to make photos and our videos. You can start as the teacher taking pictures and videos in the classroom of projects or as they're in um, like the dramatic play center. There was another teacher that Nacy um, gave um, a story about and they use digital media to display celebrations in the classroom, like accomplishments. Maybe somebody had built a huge tower and they took pictures of it and they would display it up on the board for everybody to see. My favorite one for early childhood is digital storytelling. You can do that in so many different ways. You can take the pictures of the book and record the children telling the story. There are just a lot of ways to do that. One example they gave was um, in a lady, her name was Miss Bunger. And in Miss Bunger's classroom, she used technology to support language development, social skills, and she used it as an assessment tool. And each day, she assigned someone to be the classroom journalist. The job of the journalist was to go around the room and take pictures of the activities the children were doing during the day. And at the end of the day, the journalist could pick their favorite picture. The teacher would display it up on the board, nice and big, so everybody could see it. And that student would explain what was happening in that picture. The teacher would then take it to ask questions about what they had learned today, during that day. And of course, she could change the question according to what level the student was on. So I really liked that idea. The one other thing that I think we should really keep in mind is too, NACI has researched it pretty thoroughly and they found and want to remind us that technology is a more effective tool for learning when adults and peers interact or co-view with young children. An example of that would be when my grandson comes over and he is three and he wants to, to do something on the iPad, that's fine, but I sit down with him and we talk about what he's seen and what he's experiencing together. The final thing we wanna talk about is just some issues that might arise and one of those is we have got to be really careful about equity. And when I talk about equity, of course, we're just using the computers or the iPads or iPhones. And yes, I let the kids use my iPhone in the classroom for educational purposes. Um, we need to make sure if children have special needs that they have what type of technology they, they need. Um, in this past year, I had a little girl who was legally blind. So she had a much larger monitor that she used. Um, she had a coach who came in and showed her how to use 
some of the features on the technology to zoom in and out and, and many, many great ideas that even as a teacher, I didn't know about. So we need to make sure that we're meeting their needs. They may need special headphones if they can't hear as well. We also need to think about our dual language learners and make sure whatever we're using, they can understand that language also. And a final thought is, as you are considering technology in your classroom, really take the time to research it. There are a lot of amazing games that are out there that our kids love, but we need to make sure that what we're choosing is, and this will be another podcast that we release, but we wanna make sure these children are actually dynamically engaged. That they're not just playing some little game to win the prize and it's all about the prize. We want them really learning and taking away from that. There's one organization that I just uh, wanna throw out there for you that is very research-based. And it's called, um, it's, it's a program called STMath. And my kids have really learned to love it. And when I began to look at their research, I was astounded at what the children have to comprehend and understand as a little penguin runs across the, the, um, the screen and has to solve math problems. There's not any sound under other than just a little bing when they do well and a little bong when they miss something and the children are so challenged and i've seen such a difference in their math scores and it's because there is serious research taking place by this organization to make sure they are developmentally challenged in the children and that's what i would really want to just leave you with today Make sure as an educator, you are challenging your children. Don't just put a screen in front of them so that they're happy for a little while. Let's challenge them and get them where they need to be. Thanks for joining us today, and we hope to hear you or uh, have you visit us again sometime soon. Good night.